Hello, 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 hello. Today, tonight, I come to you with humor. Now, I'm effortlessly funny. So there probably have been moments before that you cackled, you snickered, you laughed, you smiled. But I know, you don't got to tell me, I know that I've said something before that has made you laugh. But here's something that made me laugh. And mind you, I sat on it all day. This morning, after and during not doing what I had planned to do, um, that's why, and this is just a sidebar, that's why sometimes I can't even really, I don't deal with men anyways, a little bit more than so, but that's why you can, I can't really knock a man for lying to me, because lots of times I lie to myself, today's lie was, I got in a gym by 7 o'clock this morning, I was up by 6, and I was able to be there for 7, I didn't get there at 7 a.m., but that's just an example of, um, don't expect from people that with what you're not providing to yourself. If you're not providing yourself with honesty, do not expect honesty from people. But that's not the reason why I came here tonight. And that is not what had me laughing earlier today. And it is not what triggered me to come on here and speak to you now. What triggered me to come, as I said, it was laughter. What was I laughing about? I'm getting there. Just listen. So insecurities. Insecurities are things that the owner of the insecurity may not know that they have the insecurity. However, those around you know that you have the insecurity. Insecurities could be the results of um, bad attachment styles, um, lack of communication, um, trauma. There's so many ways for insecurities to pop up you compare yourself to people so many ways for insecurities to pop up you're not comfortable in your weight so many ways for insecurities to pop up you are long here and you hear something like kababush so many ways kayabush not kababush but i'm not jamaican so there's that anyways i'm talking about myself as i always am i'm just hoping that someone else can relate but I had bad insecurities, like a lot of fucking insecurities growing up. My insecurities came from a mixture of trauma, um, a mixture of looking for my validation externally, um, a mixture of comparing myself to people, um, looking too far into the future, digging too deep into the past. Like my insecurities came from a mixture of a bag of things, a lot of things. I had a lot of fucking insecurities. Now, like I said, sometimes you, meaning me in this moment, may not know the insecurities that you have or how they could be manipulated by others, but other people may see those insecurities. So today, this morning, I'm in my my, my shelter, in my humble abode, you know, God bless them, I have my little roof or whatsoever. I'm in there. Um, it's not a house. I have a two-bedroom apartment. Very thankful, very grateful, even though sometimes we're at bottom all most times. <laughs> but I pay it and I'm there, okay? But um before being in this two-bedroom, I have been through the ringer, right? So I've lived life. Life has life knows me. 
So I, um, I'm not originally from the U.S. So coming into the U.S., I came here, I was fine, you know, I was living with family, everything went well. But, you know, coming from another country, living with family, sometimes things get rough. So um, I moved out from my family's house. And then I went back to another country. I came, this is a little bit in depth, but whatever, we're going to get there. Um, came back from the country. And then I started um, a session of coaching. This is all context. So please. Just listen and we'll get to the point. I went through a session of catching. So I was catching with friend. I was catching with friend of friend. I was catching with a big man friend. But catch. My body, no about ground. My body, no about sharing bed with somebody where you and them is no blood family. Me, no about knocking the door when you think I'm inside, but you don't have no key. I know about this life. I'm familiarized with this life. So... Like I said, right now, I'm in a two-bedroom by myself. Before the two-bedroom, I was in a one-bedroom. Before the one-bedroom, I was renting out a basement apartment. Before the basement apartment, in a catch. In a catch. I was catching! I can get into specifics, but I'm just trying to get you to the point that I'm trying to make, right? So, going through those experiences of catching... Living somewhere where you don't have no key. Asleep and don't have no bed. Then you upgrade yourself out of those situations. End up in a one-bedroom. Decide to the one-bedroom, too small for you. reach in the two-bedroom. Now I'm in the two-bedroom now. I've only got space. More space than I probably need. More space than I can calculate. More space than I can decorate right, right now. But while I'm in the two-bedroom this morning, I remembered. And this is my story. So as far as I'm concerned... I can tell my story. If you're a villain, in, if you're if you are a villain in my story, that is not my problem. I'm not calling anybody a villain, but me I go talk my story and any which part you end up in it. Hey, that's your business, not my problem. Talking my side of things. So I'm living in this um, one bedroom, right? Back in the day, a few years ago, maybe like I don't know, like three, four years ago. I was living in this one bedroom and somebody came to visit me while I was in this one bedroom. And I'm, I'm remembering this because I was offended by it. But the offense that I took from it was another layer of insecurity. Because if I wasn't insecure in myself at that time, I would have known not to be offended by the comment. I would have known to look at this person differently. I would have known in that moment, this isn't somebody that's around you to uplift you this person is here to remind you of where you're coming from and to remind you that they'll never look at you any differently it doesn't matter what you do you're always going to be dirt to this person remember i openly just explained to you that i was catching i've been things i'm in a place where i don't have kifa catching me you know about catch life catch balance take up that space i don't take up no more than that space there sit down right there so don't move catching going back to the one bedroom so i'm in this one bedroom now right and this person comes to visit me the person comes to visit me and um this i believe was the first time being in my apartment we video called or facetimed whatsapp called whatever they've seen the apartment but this is the first time being in the apartment so they come to the apartment the one bedroom that i have for myself just me maybe i had a cat at the time i'm not sure but more than likely i had a cat i had a one bedroom apartment and it's just me in that one bedroom apartment, I had a living room set, I had a dining table, I had a computer desk, 
my laptop, my printer, my bedroom. I had my bedroom set, bedroom set meeting, the bed, the bed frame, chest draw, my TV catch up pan, because the only place TV stands supposed to be is in my living room, bedroom, chest draw. TV can go up on the chest draw top or it can attach to the wall. Anyways, I had my furniture. This person says to me, oh, your place is cozy. So in the moment, I'm like, damn. Because at that, at that time, I'm, I'm, I'm high 20s, like, I don't know, like 27, 28, 29. Like, I'm high 20s. So this person says to me, oh, your place is cozy. In my mind, being insecure, I'm like, damn, yeah. I'm like 26, 27. I should really be in a house, like, I should have enough space where I can call my family from different countries and tell them, like, hey, come through. Like, I have this open space. I'm having a housewarming. This is what's in my mind. That's where my insecurities are stemming from. Me feeling like I should be further in life. And this person came around knowing that I had insecurities and decided to pass a very subtle remark, which could be seen as a positive remark, by saying, ooh, your place is cozy. I remembered that person saying that to me this morning and then also remembered this morning that at the time that they said that to me, they were living in one room, one bedroom with their children. So one more time, I had a one bedroom apartment with just me furnished to my comfort. Someone came to visit me and said to me, that my place is cozy. I took offense to it because I thought that at that time I should be further along in my life. However, the person that told me my place is cozy was living in a one bedroom, one bedroom, not a one bedroom apartment, but in a room, them and their children. Looking back, I wonder, how could you have said that to me? And at the time, I balanced it out with the positive outlook. Like, oh, they were trying to be positive. It just came off the wrong way. That's why I was offended. But this morning, I realized that, no, I was offended because of insecurities. And because of insecurities, I didn't think that what they said was wrong. I found a way for it to fit, for it to be positive, for it not to be a negative, snarky-ass motherfucking comment that somebody passed my way, you know, because of insecurities. I don't have those same insecurities today, but what I do have is an overthinking mind. So I was able to flick my mind back three or four years and remember that shit and say, oh, oh, you raunchy? You're telling me my place is cozy and you're in a one room, just a in a bedroom with your children? Not a one bedroom apartment, but in a bedroom with your children. Okay, fine. Let's move on from that. So then in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, Okay, Madan Sexy, what else can you remember that may have been your insecurities allowing you to not realize how disrespected you were and instead thought that you were looking too deep into something? So I just want to say it one more time. Just so that I can remember how far I'm coming from, catch, I'm not going to say catch. I have my things in my place, but I don't have no key. Catch! I'm used to catch, right? Every little elevation that I've had in life, I've done for myself. Me and God, yeah, elevated me out of some fucked up situation. I remembered someone, an adult, 
that was older than me, someone that was older than me, that I considered an adult, that could not read or write, called me lazy. And I accepted it. Because my insecurities led me to believe that if they're calling me lazy, they see something that I don't see. For years, I held on to that person calling me lazy. Every time that I didn't want to do something that I knew I could do, I was like, yo, see, that's why the person called you lazy. Because they know that you can't do it and you're not doing it. But then this morning, I had to, with my overthinking mind, replay, like I said, a few years back. And said to myself, how could you let somebody that was older than you, an adult, living in the same world as you, and you know the importance of reading and writing? I'm not talking about um, um, Oxford-educated reading and writing. I don't even have that for myself. So I'm not going to expect that from somebody else. I mean, this person could not read or write. They could not read or write. They can have a conversation, so you could think that they could read or write, but they literally could not read or write. And when I say read or write, I mean that as an adult, if they were to step into a grade five class, no, fuck that. Let's let's level it up. If they were to step into middle school grade six right now, they definitely would be removed from the class and pulled to the side and um, asked if English is their second language, okay? So I had a person like that call me lazy, and it sat with me for years because of insecurities. I held on to that person calling me lazy. I held on to that person telling me that my apartment was cozy. I've held on to so many things over the years that people said to me or did to me and I and I, I lacked reaction because I had more insecurities than anything. And like I said, I know now, I realize now, now that I have more confidence in myself, I can see insecurities in other people. I can see when they allow shit that I know they're going to fucking regret down the line. And when I say regret down the line, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about little small things. Like if somebody were to say something to them and they didn't respond or react or rebut and I'm there I'm saying something on your behalf you and I can discuss how it's not my business afterwards but since I've been in that situation before I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up on my head yes 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 I am I'm going to say something in that moment because there are so many moments that due to insecurities I let slide and I know now today that would never happen insecurities allow people to overlook disrespect because insecurity is tied to lack of self-love. Insecurities are tied to lack of self-confidence. Insecurities are tied to seeking validation from external sources. A person does not believe that they are worth much. So they take disrespect from somebody. That is a fucking, that is, that is a part of being insecure. That is a part of being insecure. And insecure people are usually most affected by those people that they hold theirs to them heart to their heart. And as you get older, as you grow in life, as you move through life, as you change countries, change cities, whatever, you will see people deal with people differently. And people deal with people that they know they're loved by 
way worse. People tend to deal with strangers better than they do with people that love them. Because in a stranger, they don't know what to expect. So they think that they can manipulate that person or that person will bring some kind of newness to them. So they deal with that person like they're gold. But if somebody is used to somebody, if they feel like this person is always going to be there, doesn't matter what you throw in their throw in their face, doesn't matter what you say to them, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, people tend to deal with those kind of people like trash. Because you feel like the love is always going to be flowing. And you feel like they're never going to smarten up, wise up, and actually find the love that they're giving to you and turn it around and give it to themselves. This world is way too crazy, way too fucking crazy for anyone to be looking for love outside of themselves. I promise you. I promise you. When you give all of that love and energy that you give to everybody else to yourself, you would be surprised to see how quickly shit can change for you. How quickly? Blink of an eye. I've said it before. We as humans, us walking around on this earth, we look at time differently than a higher power will look at time. I'm looking at a work day as eight hours. 60 minutes per hour. 480 minutes worth of work. God's not looking at shit like that. He's not looking at it like, okay, she's going to be back home in the next 600 minutes. Nah. That's not how things are being... She's going to be gone for... That's not how things are... Things just happen. And because we as humans are looking at things in, in quantifiable time, we tend to say things take long or that happen quick or moving too fast, moving too slow. We look at that because we quantify everything by time. God does everything by actions. And he or she is not concerned about how long or how quickly it may seem as though it happened for us. No. Life is just happening out here. And don't allow someone else to determine how quickly or how slow you can move. God, a God. Big man, a big man. Boy, a boy. Like, God is the only determining factor in our lives. Not Suzette, not Peter, not Tom, not, 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 no, no. Believe in yourself. Insecurities do happen. We do go through them. But once you get to a point where you can let that shit go and be confident in yourself, oh, baby, what a blessing life will be. I was all over the place with this. I'm not even, I'm just throwing this out there. <laughs> this was a bit long, but until next time.